if you're thinking about BAFE, you want a BAFE system, you need all four components, Dave, to get BAFE. So uh, for me, if I wanted a system that was BAFE compliant, I couldn't just go out and get a design from you guys. I would need to also install it in line with BAFE. I need to commission it in line with BAFE and offer that maintenance in line with BAFE as well. But you guys will be doing one very key component of that, won't you, here? Hello and welcome to another CEF Tech Talking podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. For all those that don't really know what these are all about, um, we choose a topic and that topic is discussed at length with industry experts. And today is no different, Dave. Well, it's slightly different. We, we haven't got any experts. Have we? No, right, no. <laughs> we've, we've got an amazing pair here to talk to us. Thank you very much for joining us. Can you please give your name, rank and number for the, for the phone? <laughs> Yes, I'm Will. I'm the divisional manager for FireSafe. Divisional manager. So you look after FireSafe from regards to everything then? Overall. So it's your business, fault? Yeah. <laughs> Entirely mine. Entirely Hands mine. Up, it's definitely you. And for yourself? Uh, I'm Jason Toland. I'm the training and technical manager for Blackpool Group. Okay, right. So here, uh, with you guys at FireSafe, you do an awful lot that we didn't often know about. So we came up, we've been doing a bit of a, a tour, Dave and I, and we're lucky enough to, to come up here. We saw ICS, we saw what they were doing, we saw everything else that happens in the room, and you guys do loads of good work that just doesn't really get spoken about a lot. So we thought we'd give you your 15 minutes of fame. Thank you very much. <laughs> because you do some really interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been doing this? How long has FireSafe been about? Early 90s uh, as an individual or separate business uh, in its own identity, Darren. And I uh, like to think we offer the full package, um, certainly as far as uh, and everything from supply, design and support. Um, little down to obviously install, but yeah, yeah, we certainly yeah. hold contractors and that's where Jason comes in. So you come in, you will actually teach people about these systems that are available? Yeah, most definitely. We've got a wide range of products. Um, and we don't focus on one particular prod, uh, product. We, we, we look at the installation, how he's going to cable it and what have you, and we maybe offer the correct product for that particular solution. Now, you mentioned design there, Will. Now, design's quite a big thing, Dave. Um, design is something that everyone's sort of looking at nowadays, and especially since the horrific effects that happened at the back of the Grenfell, um, people now are starting to look at where their design comes from. BAFE is a big thing, and we're going to have a podcast with BAFE soon who look after those requirements. Let's just explain what BAFE is, just because we're so jumping in there. So BAFE will look after the competency within the fire installation world. So they'll look after four elements. They look after the design, they look after the installation, the maintenance, and they look after the commissioning part of it. And the design element that you mentioned there um, is something that you guys will help the contractor with or you can help them with the BAFE design can't you yes most, most most certainly yeah it's something we've always been involved with but the the accreditation side of it for us is key now as the market moves and as you you touched on there uh, you know people want reassurance and confidence now when dealing with key suppliers in the market and we need that BAFE accreditation we'll have that BAFE accreditation to offer our customer base now BAFE so if you if you're thinking about BAFE you want a BAFE system you need all four components, Dave, to get BAFE. So uh, for me, if I wanted a system that was BAFE compliant, I couldn't just go out and get a design from you guys. I would need to also install it in line with BAFE. I need to commission it in line with BAFE and offer that maintenance in line with BAFE as well. But you guys will be doing one very key component of that, won't you, here? And that, it's not easy. It's not an easy thing to get BAFE, is it? No, we have to make sure our staff are fully trained. Um, there's a new course out now called FireQuell. All our staff are trained to make sure 
that you can prove competence. Yeah. Um, and even though we offer a BAFE design, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you have to have a BAFE installation. It's, it's above and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Above and beyond. So, I mean, lots of contractors out there will get asked every now and then, you're doing a commercial job and there's this... Can you just do this fire alarm at the same time? Just. I say just. Now you guys offer a wide range of products because they've, there's mainly out there, there's addressable systems and then there's the conventional side of things. And although we see a lot more addressable nowadays, there is still a very good and valid place for that conventional system, isn't there? Is. So yeah, where, where would the two types of system be best utilised? Let's give us an eye. So like a village halls, single single room or maybe a toilet block or something. Yeah, small units, anything. anything on, on they a just want scale. a simple alarm system which will alert them to a fire. Quick install. And as we all know, the typical conventional system, four-wire technology, as we say, from many moons ago, uh, has always been in the market. And that's what a lot of people tend to use day to day. However... We introduced a dual guard system back in 2012. That's a system that we want to get on board with. That's the way technology were moving. That's that's two-wire capability. That's allowing you to put all your call points, all your detection and sounders on the same leg. Right, so let me just confirm. So the four-wire system that we mentioned there, you'd have a circuit that went out looking at sounders and then you'd have a circuit that went out as well to look at your manual call points or your detectors. Um, one would then affect the other one. Then what you're suggesting here, Will, is that the two-wire <laughs> system means I don't have to wire the circuit twice now. I just wire once out there and I can put on a sounder or a detector on the same circuit. It doesn't matter. Well, certainly. And that's an awareness thing when we talk about the labour side of it. Uh, cable and materials, a massive factor in yeah. that. And it can be a huge saving to A, the client and, and the, the contractor. So you you offer both those systems here, do you? We, we offer the, the full variety. Uh, and that's just to complement the full range that we offer as a business. So four-wire and two-wire technology on the conventional and then right through to the, the larger addressable systems. If someone wants to come and look at this two-wire system is that something where you'd get involved it, is it? it certainly has the, the beauty about you know coming to Blackpool we've got all the other divisions here but we've got full working demonstration boards where people can have hands on but you know if people are struggling to come to Blackpool geographically we're happy to go to them that's fantastic service that and we're sitting in a room with all this stuff lovely displayed you can even give us a bit of a, an acoustic oh, treat yeah. There we go. Oh, there we go. There's a load of buttons you can press. That's fabulous. Now let's move on to addressable then. So this is where we get more complex, much more complex buildings perhaps, and maybe where you don't have to run cabling. You can do this all via a Wi-Fi. Um, not, not so much Wi-Fi. Addressable, you, you wipe more like a ring main, so you don't right. have loads of radial circuits. Right. So that saves copper insulation, time, and what have you. Yeah. Uh, but we can also maybe do part of that as um, radio or actually do a complete radio wireless system. Yeah, so, I, I said Wi-Fi, <laughs> I meant radio, yes. Yeah, right. so, yeah, so, so what's the advantage then of this wireless system that you're talking about? Because the, the, the standard, the, the 5839 standard, changed a while back to recognise, finally recognise all these mm. components that you, you can start to do these. So what's the advantage then that you're seeing? Well, the advantage could, could be many reasons. You can have asbestos where you can't run to the ceiling. Yeah. Um, temporary buildings. Um, you, you could have finished buildings where they might need a fire alarm system, you know, with, with, within a couple of days, otherwise it's going to get closed down. You know, so you, you redecoration, you have all those other benefits. Or presumably historic buildings where you don't want to start yeah, ripping yeah. the past to work yeah. out, anything yeah. like that. Really you don't, you don't the cabling. buildings, yeah. 100%. David. Yeah. But largely with the addressable, then you've got the cabling there, which is receiving zonal messages, and you can isolate certain zones, yeah. get phased evacuation, that type of thing. Yeah, That's correct. Yeah. What's the typical distance, then, that that signal can go between the two devices that are wireless? 
Well, people can't see, but bit of, bit of, put, put finger in there and wet it a little bit. That's why uh, I am, we have regional sales managers. We will not sell a radio system unless we actually do a survey to ensure it works. Yeah. And also, you also need boosters because the biggest problem is you want these batteries to last three to five years, mm. so it's only transmitting so much power, not like walkie-talkies where it might only last a day. Yeah. So we will then repeat those signals, and, and we need to make sure we can put them in the right locations in a specific building. Because some of the stuff you were talking about, Dave, but there, you mentioned some of the historical buildings that you're working in. Mm. Some of the walls there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you, you, can't, you can't take your chaser in there, can you? Yeah. So I'll, I'll just have this coving out, yeah. that's all right. <laughs> so they're sort of four-foot-wide concrete or brick-stone walls, yeah. aren't they? They've been up for hundreds of years. You ain't going to muck about them, and then you start to see that signal reduce, which you is, certainly will, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you start you to put, either put repeaters in there or more devices. That's right. Is it creating them? Or, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it creating something like a mesh network? Uh, not necessarily. Sometimes a mesh network can reduce the battery life. Okay. So that's why we have repeaters which require a main supply and battery yeah. backup, okay. and then that will then help hot oh, signals on. Right. Okay. Presumably another area that you do have to advise on is the positioning of such things as sounders so that the decibel level in all parts of the building are equal, that everybody's going to hear that yeah. and making provision for people who are of limited mobility and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Now, they used to say some of these, uh, uh, these ambient or above ambient uh, decibel levels that you were talking to, so the 75 decibels at bedheads and stuff like that, I once spoke to the guy at the committee that come up with the numbers and he said, I just sat around one day and then said, what do you think would be a good number? And they said, well, I don't know, about 75. And they stuck it in the standard. That's how they come about with it. So it sounds about right to me. I think if we knew how many times that happens in standards, we'd yeah. be horrified, to be honest. Yeah, he sat there and he could just hear some noise outside the corridor, in the corridor and he went, I think that's about 75. And literally, that's how they come about with it. So, yeah, so 75 decibels, but you can help guarantee those, can you? Yes, I mean, obviously, other than putting a sounder in there and testing it, yeah. we can do calculations because there are, you know, <clears throat> there are calculations we can do that, you know, dB losses through doors yeah, and distances, be, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something we would do anyway as well, Darren, as part of the package we offer, as part of the design, you know, loop calculations, make sure we're not overloading the loops for the panels. It's all detail that we do as part of the criteria. Oh, I'm imagining that if somebody requests, just somebody that doesn't do specialist fire alarm stuff and requests an installation, a lot of them are going to back away and say, no, Especially, so would you be able to help them into that market? Most certainly, yeah. We have a we have a team, an external team that can go and visit any client that's confident enough and is trained to to be able to do so. Dave, yeah. yeah. So, how do people get access to this? So it's all very really good. So far, so far, really good. <laughs> but those listening to this, thinking that's brilliant, I've got one of these coming up, or I've got a job where I could potentially do the fire alarm as well. Um, how do they get access to these services? Well, approach us certainly directly, but yeah, via CEF, um, you know, we're CEF on business and we'd like, as I said at the start, we're, we're a one-stop shop for fire alarm. We cater for all needs. So yep. where it be design, where it be hand-holding on site, technical training via Jason and support, yeah. um, we've got it all to offer and, you know, it's probably worth talking about our platinum warranty as well. Well, that was the badge. We, we were, we were, we were moving into, into that I'm phase. glad, Will, that you I mentioned you, that one. Beautifully <laughs> 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 waiting for that. <laughs> Because uh, around the boards here, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see this as the, the star that's up there. They're, they're, they're offering a 10-year warranty, which I've never heard of when it no. comes to fire alarm installations. So what does that warranty actually cover and how do you, how do you qualify for that? Well, so then we, you know, we're dealing with confident suppliers, confident products. You know, we, we've been involved um, with the actual product for, for many, many years. We've built some key relationships with our supporting suppliers. So it's easy enough to get involved. 
support fire safe and the product will support you. All we ask is that you purchase fire alarm branded equipment. So I'm not talking about other brands within the market. Fire I'm talking about fire safe, fire safe technology here. So yeah. our dual guard products. Including the cabling and everything. That's including the zero burn cabling. Right, so this is yeah. another thing. They, they, so the cabling is supplied by you guys as well, isn't it? Correct. So you're minimising the risk because you know that the cables are going to be okay. You know the product's going to be okay. The only thing that's going to go wrong is, the, <laughs> is you guys listening to this. We're <laughs> <laughs> the chain. I don't wish to say so, but likely, Darren, yes. And again, that can be reduced because you guys do training, yes. you do support, so that actually that reduce is reduced as much as possible, where, yeah. where that's where the true value of that 10-year warranty comes Correct. in. Isn't yeah. it? But, the, but the claim is against the, any failure of the equipment or yes. integrity of the equipment. It yeah. wouldn't be the system itself failing. That's that's not the... Not getting what's covered. No, because no, we've not no. installed it. No, so. that's right. Yeah, so, it's yeah. so, I mean, for you guys that are listening to this, for you to be able to pass that on to your clients that's massive yeah, it is. for you to say look yeah okay I can do the fire alarm as well oh and by the way if you choose me it comes with this 10 year warranty I think that's absolute mm. amazing message mm. to send out to, to those that are potentially well, many would say it's a game changer wouldn't they certainly yeah. in the fire alarm market when you're not getting those warranties from any other supplier no, you know, we've got the, the utmost confidence in what we're selling here that is trialled and tested that the product will you know certainly it's built to last Guarantee psychologically are one of the most powerful selling tools you've got on there. If you Correct. can if you can commit to ten years of, of service, anybody's gonna take that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So your systems then, um, when you go from the conventional side, that sort of lower end of the market up to the really the high end stuff, that's got network capabilities and stuff yeah, like that. So, so what can we start to expect from it then, if it's a networked cable, a networked installation? Well, it, it, it depends on how you're going to install that cable and whether it's a critical signal path. And obviously, that's something we would talk to the installer. Um, how we actually network that, whether you do it as a, as a network loop or as, as a radial network. So it could be a campus, so you, you could be doing this thing. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Large, large, so multi-building sites, yeah. You've gone from that little village hall all of a sudden up to <laughs> a, a, a university <laughs> campus where you've got different zones and different buildings. Stuff like that. So it has the ability to scale up that quick, does Most it? Most definitely, yes. Wow. Yeah. And you can also mix radio into that as well, potentially. So how, how many devices then can you get onto one of these panels then? Um, we look at devices per loop. A, a, a loop is like a ring main. You might yeah. like a ring main as a fire alarm cable, but up to 240 devices per loop. Wow. So you can we do one loop to four loop, and then you can network panels. It becomes, you know, it can become a village. Yeah, it sounds like it. it, sounds like it can... and, and those are the elements of design, let's use that word, but we're not designing, that you will advise on. Most so definitely. you can give all that information, yeah. mark up, mark up uh, circuits and say, yeah. this is the way it can be, and then that goes off to be designed and approved by Bain. Correct. Yeah. So these- and it depends on the customer as well, you know, how far they wish it. They might just want to put the cable in, so we've done the design, yeah, and someone else commissioned it. Or we can, we can train them on the actual product so they can maybe commission their own system or program their own system. I remember uh, the fire alarm we'd done at Cranfield University. We'd done all the cables, we installed all the cables, and then a guy from Gent in a nice tie and a nice car came and took all the money. <laughs> <laughs> so like, how it can work, Darren, how it can work. probably still goes for the next 10 years. Notice we're all wearing T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. But again, that's in the commissioning part of it, isn't it? So commissioning these panels, is it hard? Um, it's, it's like anything. It's a particular process. A lot of people get confused, get, sorry, get really worried about computers and laptops. Yeah. And sometimes just getting the lead to work is the hardest thing. And that's more of a computer problem rather than the program. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So commissioning on, on, on the conventional systems that you've got, I'm assuming that's quite sta- standard, <clears throat> isn't it? So, yeah. But when it comes to the stuff that, that you're doing with the addressable systems, is there training that you guys offer to help 
most definitely. That. We've got panels here, or we could, if a particular customer can't come to Blackpool, we'll take a panel, and, and it's all about hands-on. It's all very well doing presentations. It's getting your hands-on and actually doing it. And looking at its life use, presumably record-keeping and maintenance is all loggable. You can produce proof yeah. records and everything yeah. for insurance Part of the standards of BS539, they have it that maintained. Have that yeah. Yeah. So if I'm stood in front of a panel, can't get hold of you, can't get hold of anyone, what do I do? Ring our tech help. support. <laughs> you got tech Ring our tech support. support yes. You got tech support up there. Um, so what you got? A couple of guys sitting waiting around for phone calls, waiting for people that phone to ring. certainly listening for this video. Um, but yes, most certainly we've got guys up there fully qualified. Uh, again, investing in the guys uh, as, as part of training, uh, as part of their training and certification. But yeah, most certainly, if they're not talking to CF stores, the most of the time, talking to end users. Certainly, yeah, yeah. Certainly with alarms blasting in the background. Yeah, yeah. we're not doing it, we're not pressed. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, look, thank you very much for your time. It's been fantastic no, to see exactly fun. what you do and how you do it. Um, from our point of view, we're learning more about some of the opportunities that CEF can offer and the solutions that CEF can offer. And this is another one of those unique solutions, especially with that warranty, Dave, isn't it? Maybe. Without a doubt, it's there. So if you want to know more, again, go and have a look at their website. They've got some fantastic stuff there. Or ask your CEF exactly what they can do with regard to fire and some of these fire safe solutions if you like it please share and that would be absolutely fact subscribe that would be a really good one it's got lots more coming lots more good stuff Just coming. piling them up so yeah they're all getting better and better so thank you very much for listening to another cf tech talking podcasts